What? Wake up! You've been there, snoozing behind your eyelids when all of a sudden the alarm sounds, reality hits. We all open our eyes, get out of bed, yet many of us never really come back to life. Hi, I'm Camden and this is my podcast, Wake Up With Me and Live. You'll experience increased hope, vibrance, gratitude, and perspective as we shake off the old and put on the new. It's 10 till the rest of your life, people. Time to wake up. And I'm Camden Hainsworth. You have landed on the Wake Up With Camden podcast. Whether it is midday, morning, afternoon, or evening, it is the perfect time to wake up. This weekend, I was able to help my six-year-old and seven-year-old clean up their bedroom. It was long overdue. I have not been feeling well lately, and so things have gotten a little bit out of hand in the the cleaning department. Uh, It was fun to see that I, I must have picked the right day because both of them were quite willing to help organize all of the junk and the books and clothes and toys that were strewn everywhere in their room. They were motivated and happy to spend some time as a family doing something, which I was really grateful for. However, I was able to once again observe uh, what each one of them value most. One of my daughters really has no problem taking a look at the inventory of what she owns and saying, you know what, I have two of these, I'd be happy to donate this to Goodwill. Um, The other one, however, has a really hard time parting with her items. Uh, she, She just does. It's just, it's a more difficult process for her and adds to the emotional turmoil of change and hardship uh, that that surrounds um, making things different or out of the ordinary or having to embrace a new thought process. It's just not um, that she lacks a little bit of that emotional maturity and that's okay. We all have our own processes and some things I really don't want to part from either. So I understand what she's going through. Uh, but I kind of thought about as I went underneath their bunk beds and saw how much stuff was under there. Holy cow. The thought that came to my head is you guys are like mini hoarders. (laughs) I didn't say it out loud, but it's totally what I thought about. And then I thought about how I am a hoarder in some ways, and that we can oftentimes be hoarders of our thoughts. Have you ever thought about that? Uh, If you have a hard time getting past a, you know, like a roadblock in your mind or an idea that you really want to implement, but you can't quite start the do section, you're really good at the brainstorming, but the actual doing is really uh, difficult for you to access, then maybe you, like me, are a thought hoarder. I went ahead and looked up um, some articles about hoarding and uh, (laughs) so we can make a good comparison here. So I found this at psychiatry.org and I'll link this in the show notes. It says people with hoarding disorder excessively save items that others may view as worthless. They have persistent difficulty getting rid of rid of or parting with possessions leading to clutter that disrupts their ability to use their living or workspaces. People with a hoarding disorder excessively save items. So instead of saying items, we're going to say thoughts, that we excessively save our thoughts. We hold on to so many thoughts. And why do we do this? Well, other people might think that this is crazy if they could see into our head. (laughs) Sometimes maybe we think that too. But it's difficult for us to get rid or part with these thoughts. A lot of us, if we have, if we're neurodivergent, maybe it's because of memory. Maybe we're afraid that if we part with that thought that we won't remember anymore, and then that great idea that we have will just disappear. 
And so we try and hold on to like six or seven different ideas. But once again, I think we talked about this in our last episode, that's always going to lend us being very shallow with our thoughts. And that's why we never move on to the doing portion. Um, This leads to clutter, (laughs) mental clutter that disrupts their ability to use their living or workspaces. Our brains are this incredible gift, but if they are constantly cluttered by so many different thoughts that really are unimportant or that we just can't get rid of or we can't donate or we can't part with, then it's cluttering up space that we could use for genius thoughts, for ideas that are going to actually lead us to the doing and to the action. And so if we can find ways and the capacity and the support to let go of thoughts that aren't serving us, maybe they're negative thoughts or let go of ideas that aren't really helping us or that are just cluttering up the place. We have so much trash in our head that we can't make a beautiful piece of artwork or that we can't create something magnificent because there's just not space. So the next thing that I thought of was a professional organizer. <laughs> and um, I've been following following very lightly, not in depth, but Marie Kondo for a number of years now. And I love how when she helps people like get rid of things that are sentimental to her, she says that you can thank them. So I looked up a little bit of that idea and I found this at the HuffPost.com. The idea is incorporated in the KonMari method as expressing gratitude to your belongings for taking care of you. If you are letting go of an item, giving thanks is also a way of properly saying goodbye so that you can mark the end of your relationship with the item and release it without guilt. And what's coming up for me right now is thinking of forgiveness. A lot of time we can hold on to memories or thoughts or ideas that we feel like have given us power over other people. Um, And in so doing, we are withholding forgiveness for other people. And we're actually harming ourselves because we're taking up that space of our brain, trying so hard to be resentful or to hold a grudge uh, that that space could actually be filled with something so much more beautiful that could allow for creativity and for expansion. And instead, we are clogging up the system. So the same way that Marie Kondo would encourage you to thank the thought for its existence and for the time that it's given you, um, and then happily move on, just like one of my daughters does. She had two of these mermaid tails. Um, She got one a number of years ago and then another one this Christmas. And she's like, you know what? I like this new one that I've gotten and the other one I've used a lot. So I'd like it to give it to Goodwill and have another kid really enjoy it. And so to her, it wasn't a matter of loss. It was a matter of giving and thanking it for the time it was given and giving it new life by allowing it to be with someone else. So while our thoughts aren't necessarily given to others with new life, um, they can allow us to hold on to the thoughts and develop the thoughts that we truly do want. And um, we have to be brave <laughs> and recognize that uh, it's okay for us to not um, have to hold on to everything. Another really great way to do this is with a brain dump and with journaling. And if you really feel like you have a thought that is weighing on you and that you're carrying and having to constantly remember, maybe just having like a, a treasury 
uh, in a journal of special thoughts that you want to let go of and not have to worry about anymore, but you want them to have a new home outside of your brain. And so creating that journal might be a great way to do that. So let's go to this idea of a personal organizer though. And I would relate this to a therapist or to a coach, um, somebody that can help us sort out our brain when maybe we can't do it on our own. If you've ever watched the show Hoarders, these people are so, and a lot of time they have, you know, mental issues, but they're so far into this process. They can't see the mess that's around them. Um, they can't see really the life that they're living in is just, it's a mess. And they have no idea where to begin. And oftentimes are they have to like leave their home in order to get started because it can be really dangerous. Um, but I, I like the ones that aren't probably the most extreme hoarders, but are the ones that you can tell just need some help. And so a, a psychologist and a personal organizer usually come to help them through this process because it is psychological. And so having the support on the psychological version is like having your therapist or your counselor and then having the person to actually say, okay, this is how we're going to organize your piles. This is how we're going to separate things that we need or we want to donate or uh, that we want to throw away <laughs> all those systems. That's where your coach would come in. So um, per professional organizers, this is according to New York Times, <clears throat> will work with you to decide what you want to keep and to identify where unwanted items will go. So this is where a coach will say, okay, what is the thought that brings you the most joy? What is the thought that's most forward moving? What is the thought that makes you the most excited about working on? And um, when you start to talk about other thoughts, <laughs> they're going to help ask you, now, does this thought help you accomplish your goal? Is this going to be supportive to your goal or are we getting a little off track? And so that's where uh, that professional thought organizer or your coach will help you identify where your unwanted items want to go. Do we want to talk about that now? Do we want to save that for later? Or is that something we can give up altogether? Um, they will, in many cases, facilitate the disposal, donation, or sale of belongings a client wants to part with. And it's really cool when you watch these things. Uh, the personal organizers give the clients tools and then they ultimately leave um, the decision up to the client. And oftentimes this takes an additional amount of coaching for them to learn how to part with items and, um, you know, the, the mental ideas that surround letting go of things or reorganizing things. But that's what a, that's what a coach can do. And a coach really can be anyone that you trust and that has the tools and that understands your brain well. So, um, this could be a loved one. This could be a friend. This could be, uh, like I said, a counselor or a therapist. Um, but this could also be somebody that you hire to help you sort out your mind. And that's why they have business coaches and social media coaches and ADHD coaches. And they have coaches for everything now. Uh, the more important thing is that you find a coach that you feel like you can trust and that is helping you get the results that you want. Uh, this isn't going to happen overnight the same way that a professional organizer couldn't come into a hoarder's house and completely, you know, make it ready for Home and Gardens <laughs> magazine um, after that point. But uh, it, it will take time and you'll see slowly uh, but, but surely 
um, that you are making progress toward the goals that you really want. And this is where I want to introduce um, the ADH Directory's Coaching Connection. And this is going to be launching on April 6th, uh, 2021. And so I want you to look out for uh, the announcements coming toward the Coaching Connection. I have gathered about 18, 20 of the coaches from my directory who are going to uh, show up weekly. There'll be four weekly sessions. Um, excuse me, there'll be four sessions a month and you can plug into those and see how coaching works and get to know what kind of coach you think would be best for you. Um, especially if you have those busy brains like I do, and this is going to be very affordable. This is, I've created this to be very budget friendly so that everyone has access to a coach and whether you choose to stay in the coaching connection for the time being, or whether you find your coach and you're like, oh my goodness, I'm so excited to meet with them. And you go and go through their services. Both ways are, are exceptional ways to access help so that we can get our thought hoarding under control. And so that you can get really moving forward toward the, the dreams that you have and the ambitions that you want to pursue. So very excited to announce that. Um, if you are not already on my email list, if you can go to the ADH directory, that's one D Dot com and then scroll all the way to the bottom and join my email list. That would be perfect. Um, thank you so much for joining me today. Remember, I am cheering you on. I believe in you and let's go make it a great day. You've been listening to Wake Up With Camden. If you like this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend who's also so ready to wake up. You can follow me on TikTok and on Instagram at Camden underscore ADHD. Thank you for being here. You have got what it takes and I am cheering you on.